Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Barnick and with me as always, Gator. I don't know why that sounds so quieter. I tested it just a little bit ago and that music and everything sounded so much louder when I, I tested it. I don't even it. know. Oh, anyway. Weird. I like the fact we coordinated today. God damn it. Not on purpose. <laughs> I mean, realistically, you're still in your pajamas. Ring. I mean, guys. Pajamas nothing. I sleep naked. He, oh God. He's in this, like, he's got his, like, I love you sloth blanket covering his, like, legs. Like, look at this thing. I mean, it's got this little <laughs> sloth hanging from a heart. And uh, Doing my beaches imitation. There's freaking. God, I'm really loud. He's boxer shorts underneath it. I do. That's that's just your headset. I know, but it was loud. Okay. Anyway. It's funny. <clears throat> you don't adjust that. Or you adjust that. Sometimes yes. you want it louder, and sometimes you want it lighter. Sometimes I'm deafer than I am other yeah, times. Evidently, your deafness comes and goes. It does. Anyway, well, today we're going to be smoking uh, a selection from United Cigars. We've got the uh, La Giana Havana uh, in the Maduro. It we is do. a... Six by fifty-four Toro. It's the limited reserve. You are so like tinny. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you did to your headphones. I don't know. Anyway, um, what? It's the limited reserve. Oh, he's reading the band again. Um. Anyway, according to Isn't that uh, why they put it on there so you read it. According to the uh, website here in nineteen ninety-four, the original La Giana Havana. Uh, hit shelves at Two Guys Smoke Shop, and soon it was followed by another, which was the Maduro. Those that knew La Giana Havana loved it for its creamy, butter-smooth flavor. However, the fully fuller-bodied smoker wanted something a little heavier, so they delivered. It's a ramped-up version featuring rich Maduro wrapper, subtle sweetness, leather, and nuttiness. Okay. So yes. we're looking for leather, like nutty leather. I mean, leathery. Nuts. It is coming to us from United Cigars and and available at Two Guys Cigars. So if we're looking for leathery nuts, we should reach out to Mister Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> anyway. And so much for coming to St. Louis. Now <laughs> we were all excited he was going to come to St. Ah, Louis. Whatever. I got mine out of the cellophane already. Well, that was good. That was nice and efficient. Well, it wasn't really packed in there. That's good. Okay. Had room to, you know, maneuver. Well, it's time to cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Oh, my God. Big doings coming at uh, Riverman. It's Wednesday. It's it's literally tomorrow. By the time you guys hear this, it will literally be tomorrow that uh, Mickey Pegg, the, uh, Mickey the man Peg. himself from uh, All Saints Cigars, will be at uh, Riverman Cigar Company. I know that Dan has secured a piano player. Yes. There will be a piano player from 6.30 to 9, I believe. I'm going to bring my tambourine. What? Join in. Oh. Bring my jug. We'll make it like like a jug band. Exactly. Go Emmett Otter. Like an old hoot nanny. Yeah. Be all like Emmett Otter. You know, jug band Christmas. Just be like. Just need somebody with a washboard. Just sit there and I'll just be like. (laughs) You know, just do that. I think it'd be fun. I'm Um, all in. Yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway. The Riverman Cigar Jug Band. Well, see, Dan over there at Riverman, he's got that piano. 
He does from the from the old Chase Park Plaza, yes. I believe. And uh, famed in song and story, it, it is. I mean, you know, they believe that Nat King Cole, Nat King Cole, yeah, you know, say played it. So you know, I mean, it's it's a, it's an old piano, player piano, and everything. It's really nice. It's not player, piano. not a player piano. It's a piano piano. It's a baby grand. Yes, yes. And uh, so now we've got somebody to play it. You know who tinkled the ivory? Tinkled, tickled the ivories last time. I don't want to know about you tinkling <laughs> ivories. Well, it's a pretty good story. Anyway, head over to my OnlyFans. Um, no, God. the last person I know of that tickled the ivories there. What's that? Pinky. She's not the last one. She's the last one I know of. There was a couple of people. There was actually the guy who comes by and tunes it all the time. He did a really nice. Um, uh, Song and dedication of Jane. Whenever, Jane oh, that's was, cool. You know, yep. kind of in her final days. So, no, it was really that's nice. very cool. So, anyway, but guys, we're off on a tangent. Riverman Cigar Company. Piano tuners can be weird cats because I knew one. This dude's really nice. Is I he? was there okay. the day that he tuned it and okay. did that. It was actually really. I know nice. a piano tuner that's out there. Oh, I know one dude that's a piano. Oh, I think you know. I'm talking about <laughs> the same guy. We'll just let that go. Yeah, he's not the same. He's not the one we're talking about. No, he's not, not the one at Riverman. Riverman but, no. But we both know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a weird cat. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, boy, you threw me way the fuck off. Riverman um, Cigar Company. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, come on out Wednesday don't, for Don't Pinkie forget Peg. the anniversary party. Or uh, well, the anniversary I, party. I, I, the the 100,000 download party. Oh, my God. I'm all over the place. Yes, Mickey Peg <laughs> is this Wednesday, the 30th, 6 to 9. Uh, come on out, get your all, so much all Saints cigars. It's going to be a great time. And guys, you know you've heard us talking about All Saints cigars. This Good is sticks. your opportunity to come and get some. So and meet Mickey Peg himself. And the guy's got stories for days. Get some. So get some. Yeah, come on yeah. out. And then yes, um, Saturday, April the twenty third is the hundred thousand download party at Riverman Cigar Company. Oh, it's the twenty third. Yeah. Oh. Why? I don't know if I can make that. You literally were the one person that we were checking on the date with. Okay, I'll, I'll try to get there. Anyway, yes, the 23rd is the 100,000 download party at Riverman that's, Cigar Company. That's like in three weeks. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be right after you get back from NOLA. Anyway. Um, Did I tell you I'm going to NOLA? I'm aware. I'm aware. Riverman and, uh, Cigar Company. Yeah, so no, we're that. Yes, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. Lots of great cigars. He does mail order. I gotta get out of this. I gotta get this cigar lit up. So anyway, er, anyway, guys, give him a call. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. I had to borrow his cutter. <laughs> then I get my goddamn thumb stuck in it. Anyway, oh, that was awesome. All right, you really did a mediocre job with that commercial. Once you I got you rattled, rattled me and. I shanked it. I did. That was a lot of fun. I just shanked that. God, can I get so. any one of these lighters to work? I mean, yeah, you've got like five of them I there. Do. I have five lighters. And I don't think any of them work. You've with them the whole time. So. Anyway. I'm just going to have to use your whistle. Cold draw. Mm. <laughs> I don't get choked on a cold draw. Cocoa. Kind of a chocolatey. I get that. And a little bit of salt. I get salt. Yeah. Like a sea salt chocolate. Like a dark no, chocolate. No salt. No salt. You really don't get any salt? I don't get any salt. I get the chocolatey. I'm getting salt. But anyway, I am firing it up. 
You didn't do a cold retro. I mean, you're going to do it. So why do I have to do it? Leather. Oh, my God. Do that. This is one of the examples where it's different. Admit it. Yeah, maybe. It is, isn't it? Maybe. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm lighting the cigar. He shoots, he scores. I'm lighting the cigar. It was the for once, you got it. The cold retro was different than the uh retro hail. Were you impressed by that? I know you don't want to admit maybe. it. Maybe. But but admit that one that one it was noticeable. That one noticeable, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Team Gator. Anyway, um, it's a little windy here on the back deck. Sunny of too. Your uh, ex-wife's house, um, the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studio. It's chilly, so we're actually turned into the sun, which is not making for great YouTube because we are backlit like hell. And it's uh, true, but it's we're at least warm like, enough to sit out here. Yeah. Well, you know, if somebody would actually like get up and get moving with his day, maybe we could actually go and meet someplace where it's warm and inside. You say that. I'm just saying. You say that. I'm dressed. This I'm is showered. Good stick. I'm ready. You know. This is a good stick. I woke you up when I called you. I don't want to hear it. Mm. I actually had woken up just a few minutes prior, but this looks toothy. But nonetheless, it is yours? A little. Little itty bitty bit. See it? I've seen much toothier. Right here, there, and there. See that? I've seen much toothier. It's a good stick. It's not bad. I like this. Ja- We're gonna have to make a line of t-shirts and get one. You know, that's a good stick, Gator. <laughs> you know it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't know it is, but <laughs> like to, but you don't. What? <laughs> there were implications there that I don't think I appreciate. So, can I do my joke? Oh my god, boy! You're just jumping ahead of the game, aren't you? What's that? You're just jumping all ahead of the game, aren't you? Yes. Okay, I guess so. So Will Smith's wife walks oh, into Jesus. a. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh wait. wait! Oh, that's right. We can't do jokes about her. Take her fucking name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> that 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 got weird. It Sunday got real, night. It got real weird. I didn't that know. Got real I weird. didn't know if that's what we were going to be talking about today or not. But yeah. No. <laughs> I guess everybody's talking about that today, but yeah, no, that got real weird. You can't utter Jada Pickett's, what's her name, Smith? You can yeah. fuck the shit out of her. Well, yeah, I mean. But you can't, but you can't talk about her. <laughs> I had to look that up. I had oh, no, no idea. Dude, oh, no, that's a real she, thing. She sat there, like, they were recording, like, a radio show or a podcast mm-hmm. or something, and she sat there right next to Will Smith talking <sighs> about how she was, like, banging, like, their son's, like, friend or something like yeah. that. And, like, that was apparently okay. And, and and whatnot, but but Chris Rock making a joke about how she didn't have hair, which admittedly, okay, she had what alopecia. Okay, so let me. I'm going to be an asshole. Can she, I be an asshole? She's been very public about her health. Can I? But which, I'm going to say which, this, which is the reason she doesn't have hair. It's not a life-threatening disease. It's alopecia, and not that I'm saying that that it's bad because everybody's got something. I've direct got your, ulcerative colitis. Direct your correspondence to Gator at. But what I'm saying is, okay, I get. Okay, you know what? The joke maybe wasn't that funny in light of that. But do you get up and punch a guy on national television? Over it? No. I if she here's the deal. He, if she had cancer and was dying, or that, was or yes, was that would be, that and would was be dying, a totally different situation. I could totally yeah. get why Will Smith went up there and <laughs> locked Chris Rock. 
But sweet Jesus, are we to the point? Oh, he didn't punch him. He just gave him five across the eyes. You well, know? Yeah, I bet slapped him. That's the thing. Chris Rock could have easily been like, you know. Now we know the answer. What is? What did five fingers say to the face? Slap. Smack. Yeah. <laughs> Followed up by, wow. 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 <laughs> now, to Chris Rock's, and, and I find myself in the odd position of defending Chris Rock, because I don't know Chris Rock. No. I don't know him from Adam. Dude, but he made a joke. It, it was he a, made it a, was a joke. It was, and it was a <clears throat> cheesy joke. But yeah. he made a joke. And then, like, when, when Will Smith was like, you know. He was laughing. Yeah. I saw the video. Yeah, he was laughing until he saw that Jada wasn't. Yeah. And then at that point, it was just like, oh, no, now I got to fix this. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that was not the way to fix it. Yeah. And quite frankly, well, he needs to be brought up on charges. And that then, was an assault. Did you see his acceptance speech? Yeah. He talked about how like God was telling him to love and fight for everybody. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It's only, like, what was this about? Only in Hollywood can you get up and s- physically assault a person and 20 minutes later give a speech about love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. I know. And I, you know, you know, I got you know, nothing against Will Smith. You know his publicist is sitting back right now just going, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here's the thing. It should have been a win. The guy won an Oscar last yeah, night. Yeah. They, that's all they should be talking about right now, and they're not. No. No. Nobody's talking about it. Now, and then they're saying how he gave how he gave this concession in his speech or an apology. He didn't apologize to Chris Rock. Not one fucking time. No. No. He not assaulted that, that man on national TV. To Chris Rock's... You know, good on Chris Rock, I guess. He handled it as good as he could. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just got assaulted on national television, and he the show must go on, and he carried on. He got smacked like a bitch. But he didn't go down. No, he didn't. He didn't go Some down. Some bitch could take a hit. I was gonna say, he took that hit. Yeah. Either that or you know, Will Smith can't smack for shit. <laughs> well... His his pimping hand ain't as strong as it used to be. <laughs> That's why Jada's stepping out now. Yeah. <laughs> He got one little fight, and his mom got scared and said he wanted to live with oh and his uncle in Bel Air. Oh, oh my, my god. god! I'm having fun with it all. Well, it, but <laughs> and, and kudos to our boy Teddy. Teddy. Oh, Teddy's been all over this. He has been all over it and just going crazy with the memes and whatnot. It's been a lot of fun watching uh, watching Teddy react. To yes, this. but anyway, but no, it's just you know. Here's the deal: the guy told a joke. Mm-hmm. Hey, Will Smith, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Oh, it's true. You know, maybe you don't like the joke. You don't get up and assault someone. Well, but see, okay, and therein lies the thing, is that now, think about it. Do all the drunks and comedy clubs all over the country oh, have permission to get up and yes, smack somebody? Yes, they do. You know? I mean, In their minds? Yeah. You know, you're not just going to get heckled anymore. You're going to get shot at or yep. beaten up. I mean, this has got ridiculous. We're, I mean, we've got to the point in our lives. What? Okay. I don't. I don't know. I, maybe. I'd have to. I'd have to see. If yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I don't know. As mad as Will Smith was last night, yeah, I would not have wanted him to have a concealed weapon on him. That's true. Because he was unhinged yeah. when that went down, and he's screaming Isn't at he Chris Rock. Oh God, probably. I'm pretty sure he's Scientology. But, but that's just. I'm it. gonna Google it. Go- to the Googles. To the Googles. No, it's Get one of those deals. Ash all over my phone. Where, you know, <sighs> he was completely unhinged in that moment. Now, 30 seconds later, he may have been completely sane again. But he was completely off his 
rocker center bubble whatever in that you know minute that that all went down and again good on chris rock for reacting and taking it the way he did i mean yeah i don't know if i would have um, <laughs> you just see him run and tackle will smith as he's walking off the stage and take him to the floor i'm sorry I uh, I'm not paying attention to you. You never are. I'm t- well, I actually more often than not am. <laughs> You're just uh, you know, um, yeah. I don't know. It it does seem like I I had heard someone say are, that they are Scientologists. Now there's uh, well, but boy, I'll say this. Here's the problem. With Scientology. You can't know what you don't know on the internet because when you Google Will Smith Scientology, now Scientologists are trying desperately to distance themselves from Will Smith because everybody's all like, oh, this is what Scientology teaches you, that it's okay to hit somebody, blah, blah, blah. So now you go to Google and it's all these links talking about how Will Smith is not a good Scientologist and he's not really a Scientologist and all this kind of stuff and everything. So it makes they, you they flooded the market yeah, with that. Yeah, I was saying it makes you wonder if the machine has been active, you know, since last the night. Zenu gave to, him the directive. Trying to distance himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Zenu. Great. Now we've now we've got the Scientologists after us. You know, wouldn't that <laughs> suck? Like I go through this wretched life that I have and I end up at the pearly gates and it's like, oh hey, you made fun of Zenu. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm Zenu. Welcome to hell. I can't imagine that that's accurate. I mean... But the Scientologists believe it is? I personally think Hollywood's just whacked out. Just crazy whacked out. Yeah. And of course, they need a whacked out religion to believe. You know? That it's but it's one of those centered in Tampa. That like, that like every... Uh, Clearwater. Clearwater. Yeah. yeah. But, but like... Well, no, their world headquarters is in California. The Seacom, which C-com is, their, that's is their youth center. Yeah, that's in. We know water. so much about Scientology from watching the Leah Ribbity show. I learned. I got the, him hooked on it. Well, yeah, I had to learn on the fly really quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, you. Can we talk about that? Are the statute of limitations up? <sighs> that your brush with Scientology. I mean, I guess we can. Just gonna change the names to protect the innocent. I don't even remember her name. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, that makes that's the story how, even bad. better. <laughs> okay, so okay, Boy, this is our first brush with a lot of this. Yeah, it is. So okay, we're we're going so, into a place. Here. Nick's had some life changing events over the last year ish ish, and okay, so Nick. Nick might have been on a dating app. I found myself in a uh, open and available position. Again okay, for the first time, and we've what? never really had f- on addressed any 15, of this, have 16 we? Sixteen years, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but regardless, um, so regardless, a change of life status. Read between the thing. lines of that, what you will, you know. Um, anyway, so yes, I found myself. They split the blanket. Um, uh, meeting meeting some new people here recently yes and uh one of them was one of them was a lovely young lady who you know on her profile stated that she worked at a marketing agency and various things she did have some point in there about you know must be open 
and uh, accepting of alternate um, political views and religions. I took that to mean, you know, maybe maybe she was a hard Trump supporter, or maybe she was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, but I try not to judge. You know, it's like, look, you know, it is what judge it is. not less the you be judged precisely. Right and so, you know, it was a situation where, um. We chatted for a little bit, and then it was time to to have dinner. And this was weird from the get-go because normally when you meet somebody like this online, um, you meet at the location. Yeah. In this case, though, I had to pick her up. Now, it's a bit more old school, you know, whatever. Nothing wrong with that. A little odd since I'd actually never met her. Yeah. You know, I mean, I contend that the man has more to fear about being killed than the woman. This is something that I don't know if I no, agree work, with that. Work with me on this. There's a lot of known male serial killers. Okay. There's not a lot of That's known. because there's more of them. Oh, but are there? Or are the women just better at it because they watch 8,000 hours of fucking ID discovery and Dateline and all these other murder porn shows and they just know how to do it better? It's true. That's what I contend. Murder porn is a thing. I contend that women watch enough A&E and Investigation Discovery and Dateline and everything that they Don't know Don't forget how, about Lifetime. That they know how to kill us way better than we know how to kill them. If, let's be real. If I take a woman out and this is all hypothetical, none of this is real, I haven't done it. Why anything. is this where your mind goes? I'm just saying, because I have to have my safety and security in mind. Now, theoretically, that would mean I should be telling you, you know, where I'm at, who I'm going with, and whatever else at all time. And I never do. He doesn't do that. You just make fun of me. So. Or I show up at the places. And that's the thing. So I don't. But um, Which I have threatened that. But all these women, occasions. you know, they they have somebody that knows exactly where they're at, who they're out with, and everything they're like that. They've probably got somebody know? in the restaurant watching them. Well, if we, they got any sense. we know this chick definitely probably well, true. did. But anyway, so the point is, I had to pick her up. And uh, she and her daughter were split in a car because her car was broken. So her she was using her daughter's car. And her daughter needed the car that night. And so um, I picked her up. We're on our way to dinner. And I'm just making small talk. And I just kind of said, so, so you work in marketing? And she goes, well, that's actually my second gig. She's like, I probably ought to tell you about my main job, and it's been a deal breaker for guys in the past, and I totally get if it is. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is your real job? I'm like, you know, whatever. And she goes, well, I'm an ordained minister. Okay. And I said, well, that's, that's no big deal. Yeah, what, what's wrong you know, with what's that? The, what's the big deal about that, you know? And then she goes, for the Church of Scientology. And my brain just went squeak and just hit the brake. <laughs> I mean, like, I hit the brakes. I hit the wall. And I mean... And, like, I'm driving, and I have, like, this weird thing going on in my mind where I have 8 million questions hitting me at once, but at the same time, like, my brain can't process anything. And she goes, you you can ask me anything. I'm open and honest about it. You can ask me anything. And I just <laughs> said, so, uh, like, Xenu? And she's like, I don't, we don't believe in that. I don't know where that came from, blah, blah, blah. It's not real and blah, and all this. And I'm, I'm thinking, pretty oh, sure no, they do. No, it's pretty real. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's sure a real thing. Um, the sad part is that realistically, had that not been part of it, um, it would have been a pleasant date. You know, she was nice. Yeah. I, I had a decent enough time with her. It's just that, you know, the Scientology was so, looming. He and, calls uh, me immediately. Well, but see, okay, no, what, now wait, though. 
that was on a Saturday. That yeah. Wednesday of the following week, she was leaving for a week to go visit her that's friend that right. lived down in Clearwater. That's right. And that's when Jeff informed me that Clearwater is the home of Seacom, which or is Sea Org. Sea Org. Sea Org. Yep. No, it's Seacom. It's Sea Command. Pretty sure it's Sea Org. Whatever. Anyway, the point is the youth, the youth like school, indoctrination school or whatever for the Church of Scientology is located down in Clearwater, and that's where her friend lives. So I'm like, and they used to do it on a. They had a boat. I don't know if they still do. Well, that that's a different thing. That's a different boat. That's for like people when they're getting up there in their Thedon levels and shit. Wow. Sea Org. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was that date. Yeah. And so he calls me and he's like, um, you're not going to guess. Yeah, you're not <laughs> going to remotely guess how tonight went for me. And he starts telling me, and I've been watching the Leah Remini, like, you know, leaving Scientology or whatever it's called, the show that she's got on, it's on Netflix now. And I'm like, oh my God, oh. dude. And I just start rattling stuff off to her, to him. And he's like, I've really got to do some research. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know enough about this to be able to say. And you're just like, I'm like, holy shit, she's going to Sea Org. And he's like, what? You're like, how many books did she make you buy? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't buy any books. And you're like, come on, how many books did you buy? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it starts. Yeah. And then what What, what else was it? Um, well, you're the one who put it in my head that she'd have somebody following us. Oh, I bet you did. Yeah. They... Dude, they're hardcore, man. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a thing. Well, the point is, um, yes, that was a one and out. Yeah, never heard from her. I knew. I I'm not usually one to ghost somebody. Yeah, you know, but uh, that one I was perfectly fine, just not ever yeah. reaching out to. Again. Boy, there could have been so much and, more uh, to be gleaned out of that, though. Yeah, I don't know. You should have taken one for the team. I will admit, I asked her, like, you know, like. Isn't this important to you in terms of like finding somebody? You know why? Why are you? Um, why are you uh, looking outside of Scientology? And she said that the dating pool for men uh, her age that are Scientologists and are single in St. Louis is is very small. Well, I don't think they have very high numbers at all. I wouldn't think like so. nationwide. I don't think oh. they do. You know, mm. I I think when they show up in one room together, it may look like there's a lot, but well, she was born into it. Her parents were Scientologists, and Interesting. Uh, she was married at what I think sixteen, and uh, you know, you know, uh, and if we if I mean, we have any listeners or viewers that are Scientologists and want to come on and talk about it, I, we can smoke a cigar, and I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, they they may not, you know. I mean, we're going to ask you questions. We're you know, I don't think we're not going to soft I don't pedal. Think, I don't think they're going to want to come on. That's True, the thing. but I'm offering at least. Okay, if it's out there. Heck, if Will Smith wants to come on and tell us why he thought it was okay to you know smack somebody in public, I don't, come on, Will. I don't know if that's going to happen. You don't want any regrets. Oh my, oh my, was that an invitation and a slash death <laughs> note? Hey, you didn't invite the guy from Foo Fighters on the show, did you? The drummer, yeah. God damn it, Jeff. I like the Foo Fighters. Why did you do that? I did, too, till he didn't come on the show. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> anyway. Hey, did you notice Bob Saget was missing from the In Memoriam last night? No, he wasn't. Yeah. They did not do Bob Saget in the Oscars In Memoriam. What? Yep. Yep. What? Yep. He was in movies. Well, he wasn't in the In Memoriam. 
So weird. Yeah, yeah. Yep. What the hell went on with that? You know, in know. all seriousness, I, I know, know. I know we've had our little. Fun I know we've here. had our fun with it and everything, but yes, it's the expense of someone's death. But there is something odd. There is about something that odd, whole and the whole family locking it down. Yep, they don't want any info out, uh-huh. and it's like, uh-huh. what happened? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But weird. Nope, he was not in the in memoriam last night. That is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are you getting on the Lagiana um, Maduro <laughs> here? I just felt us strip our gears. <laughs> I didn't know where to go with that. <laughs> it's a good cigar. I'm liking it. it it's, um, it's a really good cigar. You know what? Let me check something here. I'm curious about something. I'm going to do a retro while you're doing that. I am checking the uh, price point on this guy here. Um, You know, it's not. That retro's not like harsh at all. The uh, seventy-two fifty a stick. No, eight ninety-nine a oh, stick. Much actually. better than I thought. Um, you get a box of them for one fifty-two ninety-nine on twoguyscigars.com. I mean, I'm sure you maybe could get them somewhere else that carries you know them, but but if you're if you're gonna do it, support a brick and mortar, and they are well. That that I mean, it's United. So I mean, this is I mean, La Gianna, Gianna is, this is Garofalo's daughter. Yeah. So you know, it's one of those things. Okay then. Yeah. So I mean, get him from the guy. It's a good stick. It is. I'm liking it. Try the retro. I did. It's got a little bit of a punch to it. See, I didn't think it did. Really? I uh, thought it was very uh, mild. Actually. I'll do another one just to make sure. <coughs> it's there. It's slight. Or some, oh God, catching your exhale. It's nothing. No. It's very, very mild retro hill. Okay. You're just a lightweight. I'm just, yeah, maybe so. Well, Anybody yeah. watching can see can see us doing it, so head on over to the YouTubes. There you go. Well, why don't we go ahead and get into uh this week's Ask the Boys? My God, let's do it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. winner. You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right. Well, it is time for this week's Ask the Boys, <coughs> where we answer listener questions on the hotline, and you can get your questions in by calling us at area code 863-874-0000 and uh, leaving your messages. And... This week, we only have two calls. I just did the zero with my hand, but I realized I made an okay sign, and I think that's racial. Well, you're about to get canceled. God. God damn it. It was not intended that way. All right. Well, anyway, we got two calls. Why is that racist? I I don't know. When did an okay sign become bad? You do the looky-loo game or whatever. I was going to say, it used to be that. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. Made you look. I have no idea. All right. Two calls. Getting the first one here. By the way. Things have been co-opted. Only reason we have two calls is because you guys have been lazy. So get some (laughs) in. By the way. Actually, no, no, no. This is is relevant. Before we get into the first call here. Oh, my God. So, as we pointed out, Mickey Pegg is going to be at River Cigar Company on Wednesday, March the 30th. We're going to be recording with Mickey Pegg after the event at Riverman. Are you sure? Do we have that set in stone? That's that's locked. Okay. Yes. So don't be a bitch and be all like, I need to get home and get to bed. <laughs> don't even start with me. Um, shit. So we're going to be recording with Mickey Pegg. Now, we want your questions 
for Mickey Peg. Um, so what you need to do is call the hotline. Leave your questions for for us and for Mickey. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a it's a it's the three of us all in yeah. on this. I mean, it's ask the boys plus one. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Anyway, um, <laughs> and so can I sing that to him when we're there? That might be it weird. Probably would yeah, be weird. But be here's weird. the deal: this episode is dropping on Tuesday, March the 29th. So you have, if you're listening to this, you have today. Actually, you have until, it. You have until 5 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. 5 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday to call the Ask the Boys hotline with your question. Now, the best caller, as determined by Mickey Pegg, oh, will win. <coughs> A cough? No. Oh, that was just me coughing because I'm inhaling your exhale and everything else. Um, will win some fucking good coffee. Well, look at there. Yeah. We've got some fucking good coffee donated by Nick Gervais. Love he, it. He's gonna he's gonna award the uh, the best question. Okay, um, as determined by Mickey Pegg. So make sure you get in your questions and take part in this. All right. So now for this week's Ask the Boys, our first call. Do you use a None goddamn light. working lighter? Vissel. It really is like an ad for Vissel. Somebody butt dial us? Well, that's a riveting first call. Sounds like somebody butt dialed us. <laughs> I get this from you a lot. You'll call me and butt dial me a lot. Apparently my butt wants to talk to you. This isn't your butt. I don't know. <laughs> that didn't come through the board, did it? Did it not? I don't know if it did. No, it was in speakerphone. Oh, there it goes. We'll play it again for those of you who missed it. But, yeah, thought it was a butt dial. <laughs> it was 24 seconds of a butt dial. Mm-hmm. Is he masturbating? God, I hope not. I don't know what that noise is. <laughs> Bang! That's what it was. It's that guy. That guy's called again. He's called like three weeks in a row with his thanks. Thanks. That he just Yeah. All right. All right. Well <laughs> Thanks for the call. So stupid. <laughs> Pretty sure he was masturbating. I don't think he was masturbating. I really hope not. There's some kind of rhythm going on there. Really hope that wasn't masturbating. That would just add a He whole, was masturbating. <laughs> whole new level of disturbedness. You seen my baseball? Oh God. All right. Moving on to the, uh, well, final question for this week's Ask the Boys. This has been a, <laughs> it's been a riveting riveting segment. <clears throat> Nick, Gator, it's uh, Dave again. Hey, Dave. Oh, hey, hey Dave. I was uh, listening to the Pulper Rewinds, and, you know, as, as Pastor Barnaby Rothschild is, you know, introducing them and just thinking back on the history that you guys have with, uh, with the Reverend. <laughs> I was wondering, do you guys remember the the old shows VHL used to do on like the, you know, behind the scenes where they would expose bands and take a look at the backstory of the different, you know, musical artists and stuff and kind of do a deep dive behind the, the music. music. I was thinking yeah. maybe it might be good and helpful for the, for the prisoners to, to learn a little bit more about Barnaby Rothschild. Oh God. Ooh. You know, I, I have some questions, you know, um, where did he go to seminary? Uh, did he go to seminary? Uh, where did he, 
find his love of cigars. Um, how did he, did he start the church with a Pajoli Perdomo? Did he uh, take it over from somebody? And more importantly, why is he so angry? Why is he pissed off all the time? That's just you know, I, know, I mean, he takes Nick's cigar, smokes it, and then and then gets all self righteous and angry at Nick because right. Nick defended himself. Right? Nick ain't ever ready to defend your cigars. Man touches right. my stick, guarantee you he's getting dropped. Damn sure. Right. Are we still maybe, talking uh, about cigars? You know, Gator and Nick, you guys can you know use your journalistic uh, skills and kind of dig in and give a little backstory, give a little bit, maybe an expose on Pastor Barnaby Rothschild if that's even his real name. Oh my God! We could do. I, Nick, I know that you can't. Uh, you can't be in the same room with him mm-hmm. for you know legal reasons. Legal reasons. Uh, so maybe uh, maybe Jeff could have him on and do an interview as part of the expose. Oh, that's a great show. And dig in maybe see if you can get information out of him. My guess is he'd probably be a hostile witness because he comes across like an ass. But I don't know. So I just like to know a little more about this Barney Rothschild character and uh, maybe figure out what's going on. Hey. Be good. I think it'd be a good show, entertaining for the fans, and uh, good for your sharpening your journalistic skills and expose that that guy for, for whatever he is, either a fraud, a shyster, or the real deal. I expect Let's find fraud. out. All right, that's it, boys. Take care. He's given me Bye. an idea. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Dave. A brand new, like reoccurring segment on the pulpit, oh, behind the pulpit. Oh God! Instead of behind the music. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. What's it going to be? Nick does all the work. Gator comes out in his fucking boxer shorts. That's what I'm wearing now. I mean, it's like I, I, I get the same questions from you every week. What are we smoking? What are we talking about? Can you come to my deck? It's like the same thing every week. I don't know. Say what, it like it's wrong. What more behind the pulpit do we need? <laughs> you know, but um, I was meaning a deep dive into Barnaby. Mm. You know, like, do you know where he went to seminar? I don't know where he went to semin- seminary. I do not know seminar. where he went seminary. to seminary. And uh, I sincerely doubt that the, you know, snake oil salesman actually did go to seminary. You I know, mean. that's the thing. Did he start off as like a tent preacher and then, you know, evolve into a lounge? Mm. Like, how did this How did this work out? I would suspect he was probably just one of the old boys sitting back in the back of a cigar lounge one day, and he was just spouting off and finally decided, I'm just going to take this out of the lounge and into my own thing. Oh, my God. He passed the ashtray. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Then you dig through and get the coins and the bills out. You know. It's like you digging through to get the bands. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I will never forget that. You at the Kansas City Cigar Festival of 2019. Oscar Valadares stared at me like I was a hobo. You're running around. Well, that was at Weston, but I mean the first time. That's when true. We were out of Deedles, true. Yeah, you you're were, right. You had the wait staff collecting bands for you there. You had the waiters or waitresses. I got them over there in a the bag. They're like digging around through ashtrays, getting everybody's old cigar butts and peeling the labels off and everything. Yeah, now with the age of COVID, you'd never touch them. I mean, that was disgusting then. I mean, I wouldn't proud. Oh, God, that was gross. You like come up to me. You're all proud of yourself. You're like, look at all the bands I got. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, oh. disgusting. <laughs> like, where did you get all those? You're like, everybody left their bands everywhere. It's like, yes. <laughs> and you should have left them. Oh, God. And what have you done with them? Nothing. You probably have enough to mural an entire like 20 by 20 wall of wall, a house. Yeah, you I know? do. Gar, I know. Mm. I have to get inspired. <laughs> I mean, Jeff, they're there. Well, well just because they're there doesn't mean I'm inspired. You to should go out and you should buy create. yourself 
some of those clear like iPhone cases and make um I've seen those actually. Yeah, exactly. I've seen a lot of people do those and like you could like mass produce them with the amount of bands you've got. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to do that. It's a thought. You could you could even theme them based on the cigar, you know, cuz you have probably multiples of the different bands. Do you think Barnaby started that church or just like hijacked it from someone? I would suspect he started it. I guess we really can't talk about We need to check the say, uh, we, court docs. We really, I would say. I don't know what we can getting, can't talk we're getting about. getting into a very gray area here of talking about Barnaby because um, realistically, yeah, you and I may not be able to discuss too much. Well, no, I'm, I'm probably okay. Mm. You're the one that was sued. I mean, he sued the show. I'm not an employee. I've not gotten a 1099. You son of a bitch. Um, he sued the show. Actually, you know what's really scary? Oh, God. Did he threaten you? No, there may be a show. Did he come up and slap you? There may be a show coming up. Oh, no. There may be an episode coming up. Um, Because Barnaby's in, through his lawyer, has been in contact regarding his Easter sermon. Oh, man. Yeah. And the thing is. I didn't think about that. He did his Easter sermon last year. And let's be real. It's the same sermon every year, you know? So he wants his time, but he wants to do something different this year. Uh Uh-oh. And. Well, I don't think, I don't think there's any restriction we can put on that. No, there's not. We have to just get. It's court ordered. We just have to give the time. So it's one of those things. It's kind of like the 700 Club right in the middle of, uh, what is it, Freeform? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. They they can do whatever they want. Formerly ABC Family or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it, well, because it started off as the Family Channel yeah. and it was owned by uh, yeah. uh, P- Pat Robertson. <laughs> and he worked out a lifetime deal on that channel. No matter what they do and who they sell it to, he gets an hour in, at night and in the morning. <laughs> And it can't be buried. So he's got prime time on this network in perpetuity. Yep. It's the greatest. I mean, from a business standpoint, it was brilliant. Yeah. For Pat Robertson to get on and give his views about the news. Yes. Um. Anyway, though, the point is, yes. I we- used to watch it when Ben Kinchlow was his co-host. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yes, we do have this coming up. And so I'm not going to say what is being proposed because I feel like everybody needs to be surprised by it, but things are in the works for the Barnaby episode for Easter. For Easter, okay. Well, so, <clears throat> I would say I'm looking forward, but I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it could be one of the most wretched things that we've ever put on this show. Did I ever tell you my first foray into politics? How does this? Where in the world did that just come from? talking about this i had a call list and i was actually calling people to vote for pat robertson for president in the primary okay now i understand where this came from what yeah when he ran against george w or herbert walker bush hw bush you sided with pat robertson over hw yeah hw was i mean he was part of you know the elite in washington he'd been the cia CIA director yeah i was gonna say man yeah pat robertson i like the outsider pat robertson you know just saying i did i mean you know i'm not gonna run away from it 
didn't he say that 9-11 was... I'm not sure I got him a vote. That was long before any of that. Yeah, but didn't he say that that was like retribution for being for the country being welcoming to the gays? Yeah, I don't know if he did. I mean, I don't agree with that, obviously. Well, obviously not, but, but I'm just saying like... I, I actually don't know if he that said him? that. Or was that... Buchan- it wasn't Buchanan. No, Pat Buchanan would not have said that. I feel like it was Pat Robertson. It might have been. I don't know. I would not have gotten behind that. I don't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that, that would have been. Yeah, that would, yeah. Have, would have been a deal breaker for yeah. you. <laughs> well, here's the deal. And you, you know, well, you and there's I all these about people this. around the country that are just like, I got a call from Jeff about Pat Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> and twenty years later, he said something He said this. No, you know, I mean, people's politics change and evolve and whatnot over time. Mine have probably gotten more conservative. Anyway, yeah, but but I say that to say this: love who you love. You yeah. know, I don't care if somebody's gay. Oh, I'm like, well, you you brought that up. I mean, it's like, well, well yeah, that's but, that's a ridiculous statement no, for him is. to make. I, I just I was confused there for a moment. I was just like, are you saying that it's okay for Pat to say that? Because no, I'm like, saying love who you love. I the thing is, I don't give a shit about who loves who as I'm long as as long as they're happy. Like, if you love who you love, then you have permission to hate who you hate. Well, here's exactly the deal. It. I have so many sins in my life that yeah. even if if I believe or if I was to believe that homosexuality is a sin, who am I to cast a stone? Because you know all the wretched shit I do. I, I have no right to judge anyone. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Do you know a more wretched soul than me? Maybe Trey oh, Mack. I would say Trey Mack. Trey Mack. Trey Mack. Yeah. Trey Mack. I immediately realized that after Trey I Mac. said it. Trey Mack beats Mac. me. Yeah. Frisbee. Corey Frisbee. Although, you know what? Corey did just get married. Congratulations, congratulations Corey. Congratulations to Corey. I don't think we've mentioned that on the show. Corey no. just got married. He's met this wonderful woman, and he is happy as a clam and good for him. You know? Is she pregnant yet? <laughs> I mean, that man's fertile. Let's be real. <laughs> if she's not, you know, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> You know, God, gonna kick my ass. <laughs> yes, he is. But you know what? I kind of feel like I deserve or have the right to give Corey a little bit of grief. The man sat on my lap at an airport in Vegas and kissed me in front of God and everybody. I, There's a picture. I think of I that. do. There is a picture of that you can't show it because I look <laughs> hideous. God damn! It was a bad angle. <clears throat> it's not like I'd want you showing off a picture of Corey kissing me. If I did look good, but I did not. I thought you were all okay with all that. Well, I, I, the, <laughs> again, love who you love. I got don't you take spe- pictures I of got it. I'm speechless for a minute, guys. Love who you love. Don't take pictures. <laughs> well, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. Guys, if you want to get your calls and uh, questions and statements and wretchedness in just uh, i will admit that call took us places <laughs> well and it's going to take us more places because we will eventually break down and get to know the man but uh dave no master barnaby oh i thought you meant the caller dave but um for right now that's what we have but no there's there's more. how are you ever going to get to know him you can't come within 500 yards of him there's more coming we're gonna oh, we're gonna make God, this happen. This is gonna be bad. We're gonna make this happen. Anyway, so guys, get your questions in by calling area code 863-874-0000. Very titty. 
it's all a matter of equalizing the volume on the phone and the soundboard and everything all at once. And it's such a like temperamental it little is. thing because the phone calls are lower in volume than the music and this and that and whatever. And it's just it's so difficult. So to you've talked off. to my friend Dave. I have on, talked to wait, your friend he's Dave. been on the show. Yes. Not Dave the Called, but other, no, other Dave. Other Dave that's been on yeah. the show before. Dave, yeah. Dave from Kansas. Dave from Kansas. <laughs> Did I ever tell you, Dave from Kansas was very liberal when he's young. Now, he's more oh, conservative than I am boy. now. I was going to say, he's like. But you know, he yeah. started off very, very liberal. His dad was a pastor I in the I've United Church of Christ. feeling in my fingertips. It's so cold. Um, might just be the heart attack. No. So, anyway. <laughs> the hell was that? Getting the blood. Flowing. That was a YouTube exclusive. Getting the blood flowing. <laughs> Go with that. To okay. my fingertips. To my fingertips. Ah, for everyone okay. on the phone, everyone on the podcast. It's to my fingertips. It was a weird hand motion. No, next, blood. Anyway. right, right next to me. Anyway, so my friend Dave mm-hmm. had a Dukakis. Uh, who did who did Dukakis run with? Was it mm. Ferraro? Ferrero for Geraldine Ferraro. Was that his know. VP? Anyway. So maybe so Dukakis remember. is running as a Democrat and Dave had a Dukakis sign up in the window of his house at the parsonage where his he dad was lived. the one with the helmet, right? What's that? He was the, the one helmet. with the helmet, the military. Hel- Didn't he get in the tank with the helmet? Yes. Dukakis. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. That was when they, uh, oh, God, he looked horrible they used that helmet. Yeah. We, we had a friend that's a politician do the same thing on a horse. <laughs> he looked pretty horrible in that helmet, too. You should not wear a helmet. No. You look like big helmet or whatever. Helmets from- just in general are just not flattering. You should if you're ever in a helmet, I got don't a picture. get a picture. I got a picture of, of me in a, helmet. in a Humvee with a helmet on. And I bet you look like a goob. Let's I can pull it up. I have a picture of you with a high school wrestler and you look like a goob in that picture. That's not a high school wrestler. That's a semi professional wrestler. And he had me in a <laughs> naked headlock. <laughs> He's He's in a state of undress, yes. <laughs> and you are not, and it's it's a thing. I everybody, thought it was really everybody f- I show that picture to, they're always like, what is he doing? <laughs> I thought it was really funny when I took it, and now it's haunted it's me. Haunting you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was covering a, uh, a, a wrestling meet or match or whatever. It was one of those like deals where they were- See, I thought it was a high school kid. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, is, this is like- because that made it extra creepy. No, it was not a high school kid. It <laughs> this guy travels the country like wrestling. He's not at WWE level. Oh, he's not at WWE level, but but he is a what would be I guess a semi pro wrestler. Uh huh. Hold on. Use the actual ashtray. There you go. There you go. Okay, there we go. All right, we're back. So had a little issue with the camera, but it's back on. Okay, so he's so not. A, he's, not, he's, not a, he's not a he's WWE one, wrestler, yeah, but he one, aspires to that. He's the one hitting the like VFW halls and whatnot. exactly, and that's I what this you. was. It was at a school, which is probably where your confusion mm. comes from. But it was a fundraiser for the school they were doing. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So I thought it would be funny, you know, <laughs> since I'm there covering it and I'm nope. talking to the guy. I'm like, nope. here, let's get a picture. That's one of those pictures that haunts you, Jeff. Yeah. 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 Nope. That one's. Yeah. That one does. I mean, if he would have been like legitimately like body slamming you to the ground, that would have been fun. That would have hurt. But you just getting a headlock on this dude's like bare chest in a hallway. 
Yeah, that has other implications. Yeah, it was borderline erotic. <laughs> Not borderline. There's some of our <laughs> listeners that maybe like you a little too much. It might be all into that picture. Well, okay then. So, <laughs> again, love who you love. Anyway, so Dave has this Dukakis sign. Yeah, so Dave has a Dukakis sign. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I would drive by, and I would see it in the window, and I'm like, damn it, Dave, you're on the wrong side of this. <laughs> so I snuck into his room one night. Oh, no. His parents let me in, and he wasn't there. So I took his sign, and I wrote Bush Quail on the other side of it, big as life, and flipped it around. Yeah. And he didn't realize it for weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, he was so pissed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Those were the days. You have a habit of just annoying the piss out of Dave. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Like, every time you're on the phone with him, it seems you have to call me in. Yeah. The last time we were up to, what, four or five people? Like, and five of us. Yeah, you finally got pissed and got it off. It was truly obnoxious. It's, I, we've talked about it on here, but that's one of my favorite things to do is just randomly add people as they as they call me for other reasons. I just add them to whatever call them on. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's like, we'll be talking about something like that I actually need to discuss with you. And next thing you know, like, and you don't like say like, hang on a second or something like that. I'm just talking like I am right now. And you just get quiet, and I think you're listening to me. But in reality, you've put me on hold, and you're adding somebody to the call. And next thing I know, that person responds to me, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And it's, yeah, a new person. Yeah. Well, the other night, so the other night I'm on the phone with Nick, and Eddie's yelling at me from the other room. Because I'm whispering, but apparently it's too loud for her taste. So she calls me. Why patch her in? Yeah, I love how she doesn't get up and walk down the hallway to talk to you. She calls you from her bed. Tell me to shut up. And uh, so I patch her through, and I'm like, hey, say hi to Nick. What? Nick's here? No, Nick's not here. He's on the phone. What? And she's yeah. he, Nick's like, hi, Addie. The concept of a three-way call yeah, was too it much just, for her. Yeah, like mind blown. Yep. And then the worst part was she was mildly curious to know how you did the three-way call, but she was too pissed off at you to acknowledge that she was curious about how you did the three-way call. <laughs> it was call. funny. And like she wanted to ask, but she just couldn't bring herself to do you so. You could hear it in her voice. Yeah, no, she wanted to. She wanted the knowledge of how that how that went down. Just couldn't bring herself to actually ask. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. So what is my monthly cigars, Nick? <laughs> This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT Pulpit. and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! Don't forget fucking good coffee. Well, yeah, you got to get the fucking the daily coffee. press, the lounge blend. I mean, come on, gotta get the daily press, guys. You do. You're not. You're not buying enough of it. it here's the deal. We're gonna keep doing these shows for free for you. You just gotta buy our coffee. Is it too much to ask? It's true. It's all we ask. I mean, you're gonna drink coffee. It's buy our thing. coffee. You don't say. Buy ours. Smoke Nick's cigars. It all works out. Smoke Dan's cigars too. Smoke Dan's cigars. Yeah. Smoke Husto's cigars. Yeah. Smoke Husto cigars that you buy from Dan. It is the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile it Studios. All, it's all synchronous. It is. You know? That's the thing. It's all yes. synchronous. Anyway. So, yeah. There I you go. That would be that. Well, we're running short on uh, we also have camera time. Do 
three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed. So this we need week. to do that and then uh, wrap up because we're going to lose the video feed here soon. Guess what, motherfucker? Okay, well, then. it's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And uh, I, yeah, it's true. I guess we are running low on camera time here, aren't we? We are. Um. So yeah. So God, everybody is just making memes of this Chris Rock. Will Smith thing, it's pretty good. You know, and um, here's the deal. I'm on I'm team rock on this one. Okay. Well, because Will Smith had no right to come up and do that to him. Nope. If he wanted to talk to him later and ask for an apology or something, whatever, but he had no right to walk up on stage and do that. I agree. Zero. I agree. So my first one is the uh All Saints uh dedication habano. Um it was the one of the All Saints cigars that I had not smoked yet. Oh, okay. And I smoked that while driving the other day, and it was good. I will say, I think I still like the uh, St. Francis, Colorado better. Man, it's hard to beat um, that one. But uh, that that dedication Habano, it was it was good. It had some good flavor to it. Um, I smoked it while picking up the newspapers last Wednesday, and it was a good cigar. I really liked it. And, you know, not saying that just because we're going to be seeing Mickey in two days. I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. Now, I actually smoked something way out of the norm. Because uh, a friend of Kristen's bought these, and Kristen does not like them at all. Okay. Okay. But it is the Kentucky Fire Cured Swamp Thing by Drew Estate. (laughs) It's the Swamp Thang. It's the Sweet. It's the Swamp Thang. Swamp Thang. It's the Swamp Thang, not Swamp Thing. Sweet. Yes. Um, It's it's different. Okay. If you smell it, here, pop that open and smell one of those. It's a fire cured tobacco. Yeah, well, yeah, the swamp things are fire cured. Yeah, and it smells like a campfire. Yeah, but it's got that sweet tip. It actually was pretty good. All right, now this is where I'm going to be a nerd for a minute. Okay, nerd out, giant nerd. Okay, I mean, this is going to be this is going to be probably one of the most epic nerd things I've done on this show. Oh god! On the picture or on the box here, you see a picture. There's a creature behind the logo. You know, see the creature there? Yes. Now you would think. You know what that is? That would be swamp thing. Right? Oh, okay. The character Swamp Thing. Okay. Remember? No. You were, you were, he had a TV show, a couple movies. I have no comic idea. book character Zero. from DC Comics. Marvel, D- oh, DC. No wonder I don't know. You would think that would be Swamp Thing, given the fact that it is named Swamp Thing. However, it is not. That is Marvel's Man Thing, which was a ripoff of Swamp Thing. Oh, really? Yes. I. That's You're a nerd. I am a nerd. Okay, I can I can look. I can, you can tell based off the the like the nose. That's a face. That the face is two eyes, and then the face. And you see, it's oh. the thing. It's like hunching over. It's a swamp thing, but that would be actually Marvel's man thing. Okay, not swamp thing. Okay, I had no idea. I'm a giant nerd. I realize and accept that, but yes. Okay, there you go. Well, I tried that. It was. It was one of those deals where I was out on the deck and it was late and it was getting cold, but I wasn't, I wanted another cigar, but I didn't want another like big cigar. And I thought, you know, I'm going to try these because Krista didn't like them. Yeah. Actually really good. Well, there you go. I, I like a fire cured tobacco once in a while, like it's Scano or whatnot. It, yeah. it changes things up. Indeed. Okay. So my next one is uh, one that I smoked in the tent the other night. It was, I don't know where in the hell I got this thing, um, but uh, it was a... Uh, uh, Jose Dominguez, um, Jose Robusto, exactly, and that's that's the thing I pointed out is that I hate the fact that they changed the commercial on the cigar. That's the one commercial on the Cigar Authority that they didn't need to change up. You liked it? 
Dude, the whole like jingle and the donut and the the two of them singing and everything like that, it it was a classic. They should have never screwed with that cuz now the new one it's just it's it's nowhere near as engaging as the old one. Fair enough. Yeah. You should let Dave know that. I told him to bring I it back or mix I it just, up. I think I just did. You just did, okay. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, if he listens, but I mean he listens to us. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He listens yeah. to us. Yeah. But, you know, look, I, I make the contention that if you're going to play pre-recorded advertisements like that, you need to mix them up on the regular um, to give people something different. Because otherwise, if it's the same thing all the time, you know, yeah. you skip through it. But um, uh, if it's something different, people are going to be more apt to listen to it because they don't know what you're going to be promoting. And let's be real. We all are. If you're listening to a cigar podcast, you're a cigar nerd. Yeah, and so you're interested in learning what you're in new, the deep dive already. You, you're interested in learning what new stuff is coming out, so you will listen to the advertisements to learn about what new products they're promoting. But if you're promoting something for the past six years and it's the exact same ad that you've been running for six years straight, no, you're probably not going to be as interested in it. But the one con- one thing I will say is that the Jose Dominguez ad with that little jingle that they put together that was. That was fun. That was part of the show. And I think by changing it and having this woman singing this like different Jose Dominguez song, it's just not as entertaining. I like well, the old one. Now oh. that you've critiqued the other show. Go back to the old one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just giving helpful advice. Yeah, like like Garofalo needs our advice. I'm giving him advice. I mean, look, it's good to have input. Advice. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll go with that. So... What what is uh, what else have you smoked this week? That was my second one. Which one was it? It was the Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Oh, you're right. I, so yeah, now I you're lost. on your second one. Okay, so I got lost for a second. Um, my second cigar is one that I circled back to. I haven't had it in a while, and I picked one up the other day at a lounge. Um, but I have to say, I went with the Leaf by Oscar Connecticut. Okay, always a good choice. Boy, I haven't had a leaf by Oscar in quite some time. God, they're good. Yeah. All buttery and nutty. I mean, they're just, they're good cigars. Okay. So my last one is one that uh, was a gift from Dan the Man when I was over at uh, Riverman. Dan the Man Ponder. And it was the La Polina El Año 1896 Oscuro Bellicoso. Okay. And the reason I bring this one up is because it was one of what I call... Dan's little um, hidden treasures. It was one of one. You you could say that you know how he's got his collection of of affordable uh, budget bundles. Yeah. He also has his little hidden collection of aged uh, pearls. His, his aged collection, if you will. Yeah. And but what, you kind of have to ask for that. You do. You're, 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 you yeah, got, you're going to you spend time ask. looking if you don't ask. They so. know what it is, and the thing is, what these are is these cigar. These are cigars that. Dan purchased for the shop, and they've been on the shelf. And maybe for whatever reason, whatever reason, they just didn't quite move as quickly as some of the other cigars. But now they're aged up. That's exactly it. They've been sitting there for years, aging up. And now they're like just perfect little cigars Mm -hmm. that are sitting there. And maybe they're not the top brands. Maybe they're not brands that you normally would think of or, or hit up when you're in the shop and everything. But uh, but they're there and they're yeah. good and this is one of them. It was uh, he's got he's got these La Polina um, El Año 1896s sitting there, and dude, the spice level on this thing, yeah, it was so it's a used cigar. Oh, it was a me cigar. Yeah. It was definitely a me cigar. 
but the, I'm, I don't know. Having not smoked one like fresh or like newer, I couldn't say like you know comparison to what it was. But it was it was good. It was a lot. It was it was a good cigar. I really enjoyed it. So, guys, when you're reaching out to Dan, ask him about his age collection. Ask him, you know, yeah. hey, what have you got that's been sitting there for you know three years or so? And he's got cigars that are sitting there that you can pick up and. They have you don't need to age them. They've got all that aging already done, and they're just that much better. Yeah, and he doesn't increase that. So when price increases come along, you know, um, he doesn't up the price accordingly. I mean, so you're buying it at the price it would have been what twenty nineteen or yeah. something like that. You're buying it at that twenty nineteen, which is more price. than fair. And so you're not even paying for that extra aging process. You know, you're getting it at the the original price, but it's got three plus years worth of age on it. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so my third was one of my staples. It's the uh, My Father, Flor de las Antillas. Have we ever done that on the show? We I don't think we have, and we should do that, because you're not a big fan of it because it's a box press, but I've my never, God, it's a good cigar. I would say, I don't recall ever having done that, and for as much as you talk about it, yeah. that's one that we ought to consider doing. We should. It's yeah. It's really good, and like I said, it's one of my go-tos. If I walk into, and that's part of the problem, like you were saying with Dan, where he's got these cigars and there's these hidden gems in the uh, humidor, but if you don't know they're a hidden gem, you might just pass right just past them. Right yeah. yeah. So you've got to ask, you've got to have that relationship with your brick and mortar. But oh, I'm sure a lot of brick and mortar shops have ones that are like this. Oh, yeah. It's not just Dan. It's but, just that Dan actually like, you know, some shops, what they do is they bargain them out at five bucks. If they're not moving, they put them in a bargain bin, five bucks and get rid of them. Yeah. Dan, on the other hand, he keeps them around. He ages them up and then promotes them that way. Mm-hmm. So, well, and it's one of those where I'm always going to run to, you know, my five or ten known cigars. Exactly. And the uh, that that my father's cigar is one of those sticks. It's just got a great flavor to it. It's probably a little more, little more of a medium cigar, you know. For me, it's a little more of a meaty cigar than the rest of my repertoire. But I really like that stick. Well, there you go. We should do that. We'll do that. We'll do that on the show here coming up. Okay. I was say I know we haven't done that one before. I don't believe. I don't think we have. Now that you say I, that, I would say I don't think we have. But. You might have on. Like I talk smoker, about it all the time. You might have on like a smoker's choice, but I don't think we've actually done it to where we actually both smoke it and talk about it. Yeah, well, so. let's do that. I, we've been remiss. Okay, all right. So, um, speaking of cigars, I'm down to the uh, final third on this La Giana Maduro from United. What Same you, here. What are you getting? It's just a good cigar. Might actually, it didn't quite go out, but it was getting there mm-hmm. on me. You know, with me sitting there talking, but. Um, just a good cigar. I've really enjoyed this. It's my first stick Dude, of the day. The draw on it's been amazing. Um, burn line has been a little wonky only because I think of the wind. Um, I've had just a I've, little I've, issue I've to, with that. Not, say, I've not had much. To touch it up maybe once or twice just because of the wind, but by and large, it's been really good. Uh, but the draw on it's been great. The smoke production on it's been wonderful. Flavor on it, it's kind of again. had a little bit of a, a little bit of, it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a meaty cigar, you know. I mean, there's a lot of leathery notes to leathery it. Leathery notes, yeah. um, you know. I, I don't know. Let's do a retro. Oh boy, final third retro here. <coughs> well, that ramped up. It, there's a little more to it. <coughs> Admittedly, a little bit more. A little bit. Admittedly, more. Um, but uh, 
Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's been good. It's, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's been a good <sighs> cigar. So We're down to the final 10% on your battery, I, so we're going to have I'm to wrap aw- up. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware. So, um, anyway, do we have any other business that we need to attend to? Just the socials. Um, so we're available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. My page, of course. We're also on Facebook with the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group. Guys, you got to get in on the uh, Prisoners Group. It's fun. I haven't seen a lot of uh, Chris Rock, Will Smith stuff in there yet. but It's coming. You know it's coming. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Twitter, where we don't really do much of anything. YouTube, where we post the original shows on there. And you can uh, watch this ignorance if you so choose. You can. And then... See us um, all backlit, you know, sitting in the sun so we can stay warm. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. Call the hotline, area code 863 863- Eight seven four zero 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 zero, and do not forget that you need to call uh, by five p.m. on Wednesday the thirtieth with your questions for Mickey Peg. Yes. Otherwise, if you call after five p.m. on Wednesday, we just need your questions for the actual show because otherwise, we don't really have much of a segment, and it kind of sucks when we don't have questions. I like when we have questions. Thanks. Anyway, and then uh, I guess uh, given the fact that. We are at the end of the first quarter. Um, I don't really have an announcement right this moment, but uh, there will be something coming regarding what happens with Fridays because Jeff did say, you know, for the first quarter. So we'll have to figure that out. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, sounds like I'll be looking for a co-host for Fridays. So um, it does. Yeah. Admittedly. Anyway. Well, dude, I've gotten more busy. I've lost two more employees. I mean. And you know that. I'm just saying. Just saying. It's, it's gotten crazy. And actually, that's why I got to wrap up now, because I have to go shoot soccer. So. Well, and the battery's about to die on the camera. True. So, anyway. All right. Well, no. News will be forthcoming about that. So. Um, otherwise, unless you have anything else for the good of the cause. Nope. I've really enjoyed the cigar, though. Good stick. Good cigar. By our friends over at United. There you go. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. I've got my blankie. Straight up bitch slapped him. Yeah. Just right there. Just, yeah. Just hauled out. I, I contend he should get arrested for that. Yeah, you know. I don't think Rock's going to press charges, though. Probably not. No. But, I mean. Such now, you know, it's one thing to walk up and smack Chris Rock. It'd be a whole other thing to walk up and smack The Rock. Well, that, <laughs> that's exactly it. If that would have been Dwayne Johnson, it would have been a whole different situation. Yeah. Yeah. Would Will Smith have charged up on stage <laughs> if it was Dwayne the Rock? See, I would have liked to have seen Chris Rock, like, just spear him when he was walking away, feeling like yes. a big man. You yes. Know? Just like fold him in Will two Smith from behind. and bitch slaps him and just walks away feeling like a big man, and then just Chris Rock just runs up and just spears him from behind there. <laughs> Dude. I would have turned the. I would have watched the Oscars if it would have turned into a giant brawl like that. Yeah, that would have been fun. Just everybody in the audience starts having yeah. at each other.
See, and this is, I guess, the sad part is that back in the day, people used to give a shit about the Oscars, and now you got to do shit like this in order to get people to care. True. You know? True. So. Well, there you go. Well, I got to go shoot soccer. All right. It was great seeing you guys. Later.